uh, different sports and rec programs for mm -hmm. yourself and your kids. Mm -hmm. Lots of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all local information, like hyper-local. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How long did it take you to develop something like that? Uh, I worked on it in my spare time for about six months, not really sure what I was going to do with it, mm -hmm. and then it turned into a business, and, and now it's like my primary focus right now. Like That's it's, awesome. Yeah, keeping us pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Hired a full-time salesperson who's out there every day, and we're actually now launching one in Pittsburgh, of all places. That's um, awesome. And I'm launching one in Florida, so it's just going to be, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's going really well. Yeah. Awesome. We are live now, just so everybody knows. Oh, we're live? Yeah, okay. So we're going to share that. So, yeah, feel free to hop on and share that if you want. Okay, but, sure. uh, the uh, <laughs> honorary millennial today. Sure, yeah, 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 that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I like this actually. Yeah. This is yeah, kind of exactly. cool. Very casual. Yeah, yeah. Just let Go ahead, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah, uh, th there's a deal right now. It's for you get your cone dipped. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. What kind of show is this? <laughs> what the hell is that's going a on here? Night oh, show. Okay, wrong yeah, show. Okay. Wrong so, show. Yeah, so the, the cool thing about the app is um, we have. 63 local deals, all exclusive to us. So yeah. this, these are deals you won't get anywhere else. Uh, our most popular deal right now is Xander's um, free appetizer. Mm -hmm. uh, buy one, get one free appetizer, Sunday through Thursdays, 6 to 9. So that's pretty popular. The one that you're referring to is uh, OMG <laughs> ice cream yeah. in West Brant. Uh, yeah, if you buy a cone, you get the dip for free. Right? Yeah. So you save like, uh, I think it's like 50 or 75 cents a cone, but you bring mm -hmm. a family a four or, well, Brantford, five or six, Yeah. Uh, you dip the, dip yep. the cone and save some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Save no, some money. No, 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 okay, no, cool. nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Saving your coffee money that yeah. way. <laughs> right? Save your coffee money. Uh, so people can find that app on the iPhone Yeah, it's store. a free download. Yeah. Uh, the other cool thing I didn't mention is the weekly giveaways. So mm -hmm. we actually give away a $100 uh, prize. Uh, every week, oh. every every Monday, there's a new draw, and we announce a new winner. Mm -hmm. So so far, we've given away I don't know how many weeks we've been up for, but we've given away like a couple grand worth of prizes, yeah. and uh, we got lots more really cool features coming mm -hmm. that I'll announce later. <laughs> Come on, give us one. No, it's not. I have a job. I have a job board, like a local job board. Like Brantford used to have Brant Jobs, yep. mm -hmm. and then the city close it down so we're gonna sort of relaunch brand jobs as brand now jobs that's huge and it'll be fully integrated to the app mm -hmm. so that's really cool yeah working on that right now that's awesome so, yeah. and so it's, it's super easy to navigate too it's super easy to yeah. use uh it's uh yeah i don't know it's uh it's a Brantford app, like mm -hmm. it's an app just for Brantford. so yeah. that's the that's the cool thing about mm -hmm. it and we're just always adding more content to it so you can find out who your local politician is. If you don't know who your ward counselor is, you can go on there and find it. And you can actually call them. Like I could, We could call Rick Weaver right now, yeah. live. That'd be fun. We're not going to. But he's probably already live, though, wouldn't we he be? Could. What's that? He's probably already live. Yeah. He's live a lot. <laughs> he's live a lot. I don't understand. Yeah. Rick, yeah. during the flood, that's where oh, I got all Rick. my informa oh, yeah, yeah, information yeah, from. Yeah, that's true. Right? He's probably already, yeah, that's true. We won't bug Rick. Yeah. He's probably not doing it. <laughs> Hi, Rick. Doing live hey, stuff. Live stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. So yeah, it's okay, uh, cool. yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, obviously, with the election coming up, there'll be a lot of political information on there. You can find out more about your counselors. We're going to do some yeah. fun stuff, and which is definitely yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Cool. And that's awesome too that you're seeing. You're going to be expanding into other cities too with it. Yeah. So my plan is to like build a licensing model, and I have interest for other cities. So just finding people who want to get out there and and do one in their community. Mm -hmm. And Pittsburgh, ironically, I went to Jamaica in December for vacation. We met a couple in Jamaica, and then went down to Pittsburgh. That when I was in Jamaica, I had just launched the app. Mm -hmm. So they'd always see me like on my phone doing stuff. They're like, "What's that all about?" And I'm telling them about it. And then I went down to Pittsburgh to visit them um, a few months after we got back. And then after I left, they called me and said, like, hey, like, we really want to do one down here. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we should do that. And uh, so now he's coming up in a couple weeks to, uh, we're going to build it while he's up here. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to go back to Pittsburgh and start selling. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, kind of was exciting. I mean, I hate the Steelers more than anything. But uh, <laughs> if we can get them to advertise with us. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, get the, get, a, get a check from the Steelers. I don't think I'll <laughs> cash it. Just well, it depends on what it's for. <laughs> it's, who are we kidding? You're gonna cash it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> cash it. That's true. <laughs>
<laughs> just going to buy a lot of Bengals stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can buy as much Bengals stuff as you want. Right. There, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest Steeler fan around now. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I do switch teams, apparently, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. You do. You do. Well, next year, you'd be How about Vegas, eh? Yeah. Wow. Pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What made you want to switch? Okay, I didn't want to switch. So I've been a Canucks fan for 31 years yeah. since I was a little kid. And the last probably three or four years, I just stopped watching hockey. Just mm -hmm. wasn't feeling it. But I was still in like my hockey pool, still enjoyed it. When Trevor Linden took over as our president, I thought that was going to be a great thing for the Canucks. And then he just like drove the team to the ground. It's not fun to watch, no direction. And I just got bored of watching hockey. And I mm -hmm. thought maybe it was, I wasn't, I didn't love hockey anymore. But yet, like, I'm still hockey pools and well mm -hmm. you're in my hockey pool yeah. Yeah. so you know how passionate i am about hockey pool <laughs> very passionate very passionate yeah. thank you so <laughs> i and then so i stopped watching i wasn't excited and then when, when they announced vegas i started i'm a marketing geek so when i started seeing the marketing that they were doing i'm like this is fun like this mm -hmm. i'm actually excited for these this team and i thought like you know what i don't agree that people should switch teams okay 100 percent would you I say would, switch teams or you say bailing on your team bailing. i don't like when so. i don't like when people leave but <laughs> we'll be right back after the break bailing. with uh, more information you're bailing on me you're bailing uh, which, on my story. too early no sorry carry on about bailing from the canucks life was this your yeah. first is this your first show yeah yeah it is well, we keep changing it how we finish it all and then we, all right. we go on but anyway so we're good, we're, good. Right. we're gonna be going to commercial break now we'll be right back bunch of rookies for real? The following program is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV. I wasn't sure who your father was. How does that work? It's a crazy sound. Does the name Helen Baxter ring a bell? It does more than ring a bell. She's our mom. All we did was cuddle. This is it. What are you doing here? We think we're your sons. Excuse me for a minute. Hey, Gabe, we're supposed to be at City Hall. We're going to build it right here. Oh, yeah, sure. And give wetsuits to all the visitors? <laughs> no, on the water. Hey, come on, we're talking about building something the size of 64 city blocks. And there's no land left in Montreal. So, get serious. Listen, we'll build islands. How? Dig up Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> They're digging a subway, remember? You take it from there, and you put it here. 12 months and 25 million tons of fill later, St. Helens Island was reshaped and Ile Notre Dame was created. Come on, we don't want to keep Mayor Drapa waiting, do we? Montreal's Expo 67. It would prove to be the most successful World's Fair of the 20th century. Welcome back to the Millennial. I'm Beth Strasser. <laughs> and I'm Matt, the only one behaving. <laughs> and today uh, we're joined by uh, Jamie Stevens of Brand Now Everything Local and Jared Houliston of Ontario Wildlife Removal. So thanks again for being here, guys. Thanks, Jared. Um, that's quite the tool you've got there, Jared. We didn't want to really bring light to it yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. We want Jamie to finish his story. Oh, okay, so okay, yeah. Jared. Okay, come on, Jamie. So anyway, I'm a, yeah. I'm a marketing geek. So <laughs> when I started seeing the passion and all the, the fun marketing they were doing with <laughs> with the Golden Knights, it got me excited about hockey again. Yeah. And I agree, you should not bail on your team. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, like, I didn't stop cheering for the Canucks and started cheering for, like, the Sabres or yeah. the Leafs or whatever. I went to a brand-new team yeah. that didn't exist. So mm -hmm. it's been... 
I get a lot of flack from my friends, and that's okay. But I have to tell you, it has been a lot of fun to watch a brand new team from the first year mm-hmm. go on. And then hopefully it's for the next 31 years, mm-hmm. like I was with the Canucks. Yeah, I don't think any team has ever come into the league in their expansion year. Actually. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis Blues, oh, I think, they? actually, yeah, went uh, went pretty deep in their first year, I is believe. Really? But it's going to be it's gonna be a really cool playoffs, and it would be interesting if the Golden Knights went on to win the Cup in the mm-hmm. first season because yeah. it's like, where do you go from there? Right, just fold the just team. Quit. Like, yeah. Done. Just yeah. It's like, yeah, we're moving on. That'd be such a Vegas thing. Like, we're done. <laughs> we went all in, we're yeah. over now. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, that's my hockey story. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Um, Jared, would you like to uh, tell us a little bit about your tool there? Yeah, this is the uh, Jamie Stevens annoying tool. Yeah. Uh, no, this is actually one of the tools we use at uh, work pretty much on a daily basis right now and uh, it's a multi-tool most people would think this tool is uh, a snake tongs which they are which mm-hmm. we do we grab the snakes snake to keep wrangling. them away a snake wrangling yeah. um, a lot of times we get calls not only for domestic snakes but also um, exotic ones that get loose in apartment buildings or complexes or they just see them in the bush and we have to go and get them so before we can identify them and handle them um, without getting hurt we'll use these but on a daily right now these are helping us in the attic Uh, we are in spring season which means it's uh, baby season Mm -hmm. so we're in attics and getting raccoon babies and squirrel babies and of course we don't want to stick our hand down in the soffit line where these babies are uh, knowing mama raccoons there so we use this tool to go down and uh, gently grab the babies and we'll bring them back to us and meanwhile it keeps our hands and our fingers on our bodies and not in the raccoon's mouth. Nice. So what kind of things would people see or notice um, like if they do have babies in their house? Like what kind of person? Well, I mean in the first week you may not hear them but after the first week uh, you know mom goes outside and feeds at night and you're going to start hearing a lot of chattering in the attic but you might also see damage on the outside, broken soffits, um, pulled up roof vents or a hole ripped right through the roof and those are signs that you probably need to be calling to somebody like me. Mm-hmm. Does that normally happen on an older home, or is it still happening on brand new homes? As well? No, we'll have them on old homes, brand new homes. Actually, I'll be honest, the brand new homes are not built like the older homes, and uh, we get as just much as entries on brand new homes than we do in old homes. So um, doesn't matter where it is. I like to tell people it's opportunity, chance, and population. It's uh, the population's big, uh, the opportunity is there, um, and the chance that they picked your house. So that's why you, you usually get them. <laughs> Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your your box there? I think we're going to get Jamie to stick his hand box, in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah. is uh, these are a couple of tools that we have. But uh, generally speaking, everybody asks me, you know, you know, what do you do with the babies? Um, uh, here, I'll bring it over here. What do we do with the babies and wildlife that we deal with? So once we get the babies out of the attic, we have to do something with them. And we're a humane company, a no-kill company, uh, which means we keep the babies with their, with their parents. So how we do this is, uh, first off, we'll, uh, where the entry point is, where the raccoon's been getting in, uh, we'll install what's called a one-way door. So first off, this is the one-way door. If you look at this, this is kind of like a doggy door that only opens one way. And if you can see, the plexiglass will open and let the raccoon out and so this in a sense locks the raccoon out now so it doesn't go crazy and try to get back in the house we install this box now this box is actually um, what we call a baby box and it's heated so if I open it up we fully insulated the inside walls put a scratch resistant uh, uh, coating on it so we put the babies in here and then uh, plug it in through here with the baby blanket in the bo- bottom. It keeps it nice and warm. Yeah. So the mother will come out of the one-way door, and then she can travel into this little, uh, I don't know if you can see it here, but move it over. Uh, there's a little flap here. Uh, keeps the wind out, but allows the, uh, the raccoon to go in, go inside with the babies, feed them. And when she feels comfortable, she will actually relocate those babies to an alternate den site in the area. Yeah. So we'll come back the next day, and we'll be able to close up the entry point take our box away and uh, the customer wouldn't even know we were there mm-hmm. and then uh, so the customer's happy the wildlife's happy and we're staying within the laws and regulations of the Ministry of Natural Resources. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I love that it's humane and I wouldn't even think that that was uh, like that there's companies out there that just they just kill what they capture? Oh there is. There's yeah. a lot of in this industry, it's it's tough. You know, if you're a, a roofer, you have to abide by building codes. If you're an electrician, you have the elect- uh, electrical safety uh, standard authority. With us in our industry, there is no standard. There's no licenses. Anybody and their uncle can 
basically slap a sticker on the side of a truck, but mm -hmm. you must follow certain guidelines that are outlined. So um, with us, we are trying to spearhead and try to lead the, the industry by mm -hmm. setting the example, and that's why we go the extra mile and do keep the babies in these nice boxes. Some people use cardboard boxes. Some people that are out there snap their necks, and we don't agree with that. Um, we go as far as, let's say, the mother raccoon doesn't take all of her babies at night. If we have two or three left over or one left over, we'll take that baby and drive it all the way to it's a place in Hagersville called Hobbit's Tea Wildlife Refuge, which it's a great organization. We're partnered up with them, and they'll care for those orphaned babies until they get old enough wow. with very minimal human contact, and then they'll let them go. So uh, this is kind of the industry that uh, we're trying to teach people you know and uh, we come across inexperienced wildlife guys and I'll tell them hey come out with me for a day I'd rather you you learn how to do it right than you know mess up people's houses or kill wildlife so mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and there probably is quite a bit of that too eh? if it's something that you're able to just like if there's no regulation you're able to just kind of go out and say I'm gonna start wrangling animals and it is they're out there um, I'll be honest it, it, let's name them yeah. The, yes, <laughs> yeah. um, the problem with that, Jamie, is they, they pop up, they're here for a spring or a summer, they deal with a few clients, yeah. and, they, and they mess a lot of things up to the point where they're given the money back or, or they go out of business right mm -hmm. away. Um, like anything that you involve yourself in, do your research, and you have to know what you're doing. First off, you got to be passionate about what you're yeah. doing and be able to take that extra mile. Um, so with me, I've mixed kind of my uh, construction background. Uh, with the biology of the animals, and I've mixed them together so we yeah. can do exclusion and do this right and satisfy, you know, all levels of the playing field here with the customer, the house, and the wildlife. Yeah, and I think that that's um, that's awesome that you're able to bring back bring that background into it to make sure that you do a full job. And I think we've talked about it before is that a lot of your job is actually uh, fixing that. But we'll talk a little bit more about that when we go back to um, the break now, and we'll be right back. Playoffs on Rogers TV. Tuesday. You do need painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Theater oh no! on the Edge on Rogers TV. Bladder cancer. It's the fifth most common cancer in Canada. The most common symptom of bladder cancer is blood in the urine. Please, don't ignore this warning sign. If you see red, see your doctor. For information and support, visit cred.ca. which I regret I cannot name because of the presence of these members of the weaker sex who, although they are married, could not possibly endure. <laughs> Get them out. This is Ginny. Patience. Get them out. Dr. McFarland. Mrs. Trout. There's no place for women in a medical school. Yeah. Get them out. If you do not bring this classroom under control, I am going to repeat every word of this disgusting lecture to your charming wife. My friend Jenny Trout was not the only woman to face this kind of thing in medical school. But she would become the first woman licensed to practice medicine in Canada. Welcome back, back to I'm Think Matt Millennial. Ben, I'm Ben. I'm Matt. <laughs> you know, guys, yeah, we're good. I don't, we're I good. don't want to speak for Jared, but yeah. I'm, I'm actually honored that you guys would have us on for your first show. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> like, thank you. It's to have thank this, you. The, the inaugural kickoff show. Yeah, no, it's Like, I realize good. there's kinks you guys are working out, yeah, but to be the first one, to be Should the first. Should we show them how to do this after? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you guys give us a shot here? But to be the first guest is... That's, a, that's a pretty yeah. cool achievement. And thanks for making me the <laughs> yeah. headliner. I like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, this is a this, this is a big deal. Jamie went first. Yeah. 
joined today by uh, Jamie Stevens, brand now everything local. And also, he, well, he left the Canucks after 31 years. I actually, um, it says here he, he bailed. Ship. Oh, he jumped ship. ship. He bailed. He jumped on ship. Jump okay, ship. Yeah. he's now a fan of the Vegas Knights. Yeah. Um, and also Jared Huliston of Ontario Wildlife Removal. And uh, just before we went to commercial, there we were talking about how um, you use a lot of your construction background in yep. what you do. And you, we were talking before about how that's a large part of what you what you do with um, your company is the, is doing that and building. Um, the contraptions to keep them to keep them out and make sure that they don't get back in or get in at all. Right. I mean, it's it's not just building this; it's knowing how houses are built and what animals can get into too. So, and, and being compliant. So, a lot of part about being on the roof is knowing building codes. And you know, if an animal can damage, we have to be able to fix it. So we do roofing repairs, drip etch install, soffit repairs. Yeah. You know, we're we're doing attic uh, restorations, removing insulation, and blowing it back in. So you have to know how to apply that knowledge and how to properly do insulation too, as well. So, um, right down to, and we're talking again, going back to. Uh, um, kind of the fly-by-nighters and and and, and making it a professional um, conduct, I could say. But all my guys are were fall safety certified. I'm a safety instructor my, myself, so to be able to bring all aspects of the safety and engineering, I guess we'll say, into the wildlife trade is it's, it's a must. And the people that don't have that, um, unfortunately, they're they're going to get hurt or they're going to do something wrong to a house that's going to cause damage or mold or something like that. So we take this very seriously and a lot but we also have a lot of fun in our industry but uh, if you don't know the background on these you're not going to be successful in this industry right right and what is uh, this that you have out in front of you oh, okay so this is a little prop i brought so uh, you know let's take this off for now so this is your typical roof vent on a house and so uh, i brought a good one um we should have brought a, a chewed out one, but squirrels will chew these out literally a, a minute, minute and a half if they want in here. And they chew down and then they're in your attic, okay? Also raccoons will come along and just basically rip this right off mm -hmm. and then they're in your attic. So people ask us, you know, what do you do to solve this problem? And this is going back to we're saying there's other companies out there. Some companies will take the roof vent, lift it up and slide some screening underneath. Mm -hmm. It's a problem because, yeah, your animal's not going to get in, but if that animal comes along and rips that roof vent off, you're not going to know about it until all the water damage is going through your house right. because now you've taken the cover off. So how we protect these roof vents is we'll cover them with a 16-gauge steel wire, which, you know, you barely see this on the roof, mm -hmm. but it's a protectant to make sure that, you know, you don't have any animals damaging this, chewing through it, and getting into your house. So mm -hmm. this is part of what we do. A lot of people think, I come with a trap and just get an animal out. It's, you know, we don't do that. It's first off, it's illegal to trap and relocate wildlife in, in Ontario, especially with the rabies back. But it's not going to stop the problem and the other other animals in the area. So we do what's called prevention, exclusion and prevention. So while we're there, um, we're going to screen the roof vents. We're going to secure the soffit lines. We're going to install the drip edge in the house, and all this stuff um, ensures and guarantees that you're not going to have wildlife intrusion in your house. And uh, we guarantee our work, and this is why we. We can guarantee it because we know they're not going to get back in. Mm -hmm. So you said rabies is back. It is. So I mean, uh, and this is a good conversation to have. But no, no, okay, <laughs> no. I missed that. He's asking what? about rabies being back. I'm just making a joke. Okay, I didn't laugh. So <laughs> this is not a joke. joke. Anyway, so funny. back to rabies. Um, yeah, I'll be winners. So what happened about a year and a half ago is. Um, we found a well, in Hamilton the SPCA animal control picked up a raccoon down in the Hamilton Harbor it got out of its cage in the back of the truck and fought with a dog and so out of their policy they needed to test the raccoon came back rabid okay it was probably the early stages so they couldn't see um, uh, the typical signs of rabies so what that did is it triggered um, a system that goes up to the Ministry of Natural Resources. So in ground dwellers, we in raccoons and stuff, we haven't had rabies in, in this area in southwestern Ontario in approximately 15 years. Since that instance came out, uh, we've got over 298 cases, I believe. I think we're higher now, okay? So what does this mean for the public? This means the danger is back, okay? So we've always had distemper, which humans can't get. It's more of a canine disease, but rabies can be transmitted to humans. So what we're feared now, especially with us in the industry, is now we have to take that extra precaution because um, it can be cross-contamination, okay? So now we're worried if that we're close, the raccoon sneezes and you're breathing in, you could take some of that saliva and breathe it in and now you can, can contract rabies. Mm -hmm. 
Now, people in the industry like us and that are susceptible to zootonic diseases, such as rabies, okay, we are pre, I guess you could say, pre-vaccinated with post or pre-exposure rabies shots. So I'm, I'm vaccinated, mm -hmm. okay. If we ever bitten, we'd go and, and see a doctor anyway. But the danger is, is now, a lot of people out there don't know that rabies here are setting traps for themselves. They're, you know, they're handling wildlife or they think, look at these cute little babies, okay, of raccoons and they're handling them, but unbeknownst to them, that mother may have got rabies. It could be coming down to the babies and now these people are handling, let them lick the saliva and everything. So there's a real danger and actually, if you if you travel through Hamilton right now, they they got these ads out. They're kind of humorous, but they catch your eye. Um, it's actually a bat hanging upside down with a raccoon face. All right, it's called a baccoon. And goes, this really doesn't exist, but rabies does. It's a very um, catchy campaign to for awareness of that rabies mm -hmm. is back in this area. So um, I guess my point is here is be very careful. And so what what. The government is doing to combat this is they have the Ministry of Natural Resources. You might have saw them here last year. They're here a couple times. Um, they have their um, their otter plane plus the helicopter, and they're dropping vaccination pucks from the air. Mm -hmm. And what this does is they're spread out in grid patterns throughout southwestern Ontario from the epicenter where the rabies is coming out of. Okay, so if you look at the documented cases online, you can see it in Hamilton and going like this. So they're in a 30-kilometer radius from the farthest. Uh, confirmed case of rabies. So what this will do, it's effective, is over the next three to five years, we'll start vaccinating the wildlife and you'll see the, inc the decline in the rabies start coming back down to hopefully zero again. So that's what they did the last time. We went 15 years, now it's back, they're doing it again. So um, crossing our fingers that uh, rabies will be gone soon again. Well, that's awesome. We're coming. We're coming up to a break, which we're actually going to be jumping to our... Oh, do you have something? First, yeah, we have uh, somebody said, Jared the Wildlife Whisperer, that was Belinda. And then Dave Carroll also asks, is it sunny on Jamie's forehead? And with that, we are going to be heading to Dave Carroll being in, um, interviewed on the Just Effing Vote segment. We'll be right back. Occasions is a TV show that is meant to inspire. It's a little thicker batter. And I'm here with Sweet Occasions to take the intimidation out of baking and, and really simplify and help people to, you know, get their feet wet. I'm not afraid to make a mistake when I'm baking or have flour, you know, proof out of the mixer when I'm baking. Baking is meant to be fun and to be enjoyed. Looking for the best way to get the Major League Baseball games you want to watch? Rogers Super Sports Pack has you covered. With MLB Extra Innings, you'll have a premium ticket to over 2,000 out-of-market regular season games with most games available in HD. Don't miss the action from the games you want from both the American and National Leagues. MLB Extra Innings, part of the Super Sports Pack, the ultimate package for the hardcore sports fan. Order through your remote on Channel 431 today. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this robbery. On February 9th, 2018 at approximately 3.30 p.m., Waterloo Regional Police received a report of a robbery at a pharmacy on Holiday Inn Drive in Cambridge. A male entered the pharmacy and demanded narcotics. He left with an undisclosed amount of prescription medication. No one was injured and no weapons were seen during this incident. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this robbery or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers of one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at www.p3tips.com. Welcome back to Just Effing Vote. I am one of your hosts, Lucas Duguid. And I'm Miles Hosey. 
We're thrilled to have you, as always. If this is your first segment that you're tuning in, welcome. If you have been here before, welcome back. Uh, the most important thing for me in the world for you to do if you're under 35 is vote. I need you to vote. If you voted once and you're not a little unsure, you weren't sure how it worked out the first time, we'd love to have you back. Uh, if you've never voted before, that's fine. If you've got questions, that's cool. You're not supposed to know everything right away out of the gate. We have a stacked bunch of segments that you can come and visit as you need with really, really great people who know a ton of stuff. There's no way we're going to cover it all in the in the eight minutes that we've got, but I want to introduce to you a, a very old and very dear friend of mine, uh, Dave Carroll. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. I'm today. over 35. <laughs> Am I okay? He's he's been known to be a little wacky, ladies and gentlemen. We'll <laughs> we'll try and keep him between the curbs. Um, you know what? It's um, I could I could do I could do an eight-minute introduction to everything that you've done here locally uh, around volunteerism, around your commitment to community. Um, you repeatedly set the bar over and over and over again. Um, you're 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 truly one of the local assets that we've got here. So now that I've sufficiently buttered your bread, um, I love voting though. I know you, and so this is this is you, man. This I is love it. It's one of my favorite days of any year when I get to vote. I love it. I, I get up. I get up, and I'm I'm excited for it. I'm ex <laughs> I'm excited for election day, and not just because I get to volunteer on campaigns, because I do, but I just love I love the feeling of it. I love being able to go to the polls. I love seeing the people who are volunteering um, at the polls. I love being a scrutineer. Even the scrutineer process is quite something. Yeah. Like being able to go and like <laughs> pour over the votes is something that most people even if don't you don't have see. to, and you just you're like, well, I'm here. So yes. I'm, I'm going to take part, and I'm going to scrutinize these ballots. It's really sir. something beautiful, you know, <laughs> to be able to watch. Um, and and many times the people that are running the polls are are, are older folks or people who are retired, sure. and and they're and they're running these polls, but they're proud of it. You yeah. know, they're like, yeah, I was in charge of poll 135 right here in my city, and I, I love it. It's one of my favorite days every year. And there was something you said to me once a million years ago. You know, uh, you said there's there's there are Blue Jays fans and there are baseball fans, <laughs> and while I know that each of us has a team, uh, when, when when we hit the field, there's no question about that. Um, there's also no question that you're a fan of the game you're a fan of, of, of politics and of voting I mean you, you couldn't have said that part better uh, volunteering is a big part of that so for the person who's under 35 right now they don't know how to be activated what's step one how do I get involved step one is make a call now I did it a little bit strange uh, the first ever election that I got involved in because as you said I'm a little bit off the wall and so I made a number of Rick Mercer style uh, rant videos oh, for okay. a, a political campaign uh, for our, our current MP who was uh, he was running in the first election that he won and I I made these videos and I said hey listen <clears throat> you don't have to do anything with these but I made them I want to be able to share them and they were like okay <laughs> sure have at her and they're like I don't know who you are but I made these videos and it was a way to be able to connect with the campaign but the, but the truth is is that campaigns and we're in a in a year where we have two very significant elections yeah, coming absolutely. up if you see somebody who you like and you go, I really actually kind of like this guy, they're looking for help. And yeah. all you got to do is be able to call because they need people to be able to knock on doors, to be able to call people in their writing, to be able to help uh, distribute literature. Like I've gone, and we were chatting a little bit about this before, I've taken all of my kids yep. out on the street volunteering, dropping off flyers. And sometimes it's knocking on doors and saying, hi, I represent. But a lot of times it's just walking with another group of people on a really nice day through the neighborhoods and dropping off campaign literature. And it's actually a whole lot of fun. I, in fact, I've made a lot of really great friends volunteering on political campaigns. And in fact, I've made friends not just with the people that I'm campaigning for. I've made friends with people who I'm campaigning against. Right. <laughs> and so, and so, Lucas, you and I have been on the opposite side of numerous campaigns. 100%. In fact, you and I have been at polls at the end of the day mm -hmm. where you have campaigned for one candidate, I've campaigned for the other, and we're both sitting there and we're both enjoying the ball game just being there yes I, I, I think I know selfishly I could probably go on for uh, a bunch of episodes about what an amazing feeling that is I I can never replicate that feeling of the big federal election in 2011 and all of those moving parts and what that what that meant to me emotionally uh, that was World Cup that was Euro all rolled into one I mean how do you not get swept up in that um, you gotta dive in here man 
Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I, I've done door knocking myself, and you know, I think like once once you get into it, it's a bit addicting, actually, right? But I think um, I think you know, for some people, just that first time is the barrier, right? So some people come in and they say, "Well, I'm shy," or they're intimidated, that or or I don't have the time, or something like that. So, like, I mean, what do you what do you tell somebody who says, "I don't have the time," or "I I don't want, I don't like dealing with people"? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different things that you can do. In fact, one of the things that I I kind of like about campaigns, in fact, I think it's a bit of a microcosm of how different organizations run, is that if you come to a campaign, you go, hey, I'm Bob, here's what I've got. Campaigns can often go, all right, Bob, I can figure out what to do with you. There are some people that are very administratively minded and would love to be able to put together campaign sheets to be able to go, all right, I don't have to go and knock on the door, but I can help organize what a campaign uh, day would be and what a, a day of door knocking would be. There are people that actually are fine working the phones, and they would rather talk on the phone than talk to somebody in person. Sure. And there are other people that just love to be able to get out and talk to other uh, other folks. There's lots of different things, and uh, I have got personally a broadcasting background, and so when I started to volunteer for political campaigns, and I've been uh, the communications director for campaigns and on communications teams o over the years, it was neat to be able to put my own professional experience uh, into into this world. And uh, uh, one of my favorite experiences we ever had was we created a, a really neat radio ad for Phil McCollman uh, many years ago. And uh, and uh, Mark LaFerrier and I have become really, really wonderful friends over the years. We still joke about this radio ad that we did many, <laughs> many years ago. It was an older lady who was answering the telephones at the campaign office, and she she was she was she was very old. And we were, but we wanted to be able to do an ad about uh, how Phil does um, passport clinics for uh, right. some of our elderly uh, constituents, and we had her do this ad, and and it was. She, I said, I said, Mary, would you be willing to voice this radio ad? And she did an absolutely crackerjack gangbuster That's job amazing. on this thing. And Mark and I, for years, have joked about this ad that he's like, when I heard this, I'm like, oh right. my goodness, we're in trouble. <laughs> but it was, it was so beautiful because this lady had no idea that when she volunteered to answer telephones, that at the end she would be starring in a radio oh, ad amazing. for for the candidate. I got eight seconds, man. I'm gonna have you back. We're gonna have you back. Thank you so much for joining us. Please vote just effingvote.ca Introducing Brantford's new news team Benjamin Strasser, Matt Mannon and Benjamin Howard making a difference where it's needed most Think Millennial Thursdays on Rogers TV. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV. Hey, did you know? More than 4,500 Canadians are waiting for an organ transplant right now. Right now. 4,500. People are dying. And you could save a life. 90% of Canadians say they're willing to donate their organs. But only a few are registered. So what are you waiting for? Get registered. It's easy and it's free. Leave a legacy. Be a hero. Save, save a life. life. Find out how to register today. Go to kidney.ca. Monsieur de Champlain, when I finish paddling through this wilderness and reach China, I shall greet them wearing this. Monsieur Nicolet, your mission shall be for the honor of the king and the holy faith. In the summer of 1634, Jean Nicolet set off from Quebec to find a trade route that would link Europe and North America with China. Where is it? Further, I know the place you are seeking. For months, Nicolet pushed through the wilderness, searching for the Western Sea. Goja, Mississippi! What did he say? He says, Mississippi, great water. Mississippi, the sea, China. Jean Nicolet was wrong. It was Lake Michigan, not the Pacific. But others would follow his dream, Joliet, La Salle, the Laverandres, and they would map most of North America from the Rockies to the Gulf of Mexico.
Welcome back to Hello. Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And we got a great I'm show Jamie. lined up. It's, that's Jamie. <laughs> this is Jared. This is Jared. Everybody knows who this I am already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you're pretty good at that. Yeah, not yeah, bad, eh? Not bad. Not bad. Um, so you also do a lot of events around Brantford. Yeah, I do. Um, so uh, Comedy Fest, What the Fest, I have a show coming up called Those Damn Divas. Mm -hmm where it's an all-female comedy show, yeah. minus our host, who's a, who's a dude. Yeah. The women love him. And uh, yeah, it sells it every year. I think we're down to like six or seven tickets left. Mm -hmm. So oh. yeah, yeah, it's good. It's mm -hmm. a celebration of women in comedy. And it's, I always have a really hard time describing this without sounding bad, and I don't mean it to sound bad, but there's, it's harder to do a female comedy show because stand-up comedy is predominantly a lot of male Comedians. I mean, there's a lot of women comedians out there now. Thankfully, there's more and more coming up. But when you're when you're like booking comedians and you go and watch a show with 100 comedians, you're gonna find you know 30 or 40 who are like really good, mm -hmm. ready for a a sold out show. The other people still have to sort of work on their act to get up there. So to find a a female like an all female show and stack mm -hmm. it with an all female lineup, it, it gets harder every year because there's less female comedians out there to choose from. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's, it's a challenge every year to do it. And people always ask me, why don't you do this show twice a year? Like it sells out, like it sells out real fast. And it's because I, like I gotta make sure the show's good, you know? You wanna make sure you, you do a, a really good mm -hmm. show if you're charging, you know, for tickets. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. So what, how did you get into comedy? Because you got the comedy festival too, and then that show. Um, yep. How did you get into putting on comedy shows? So uh, many, many, many moons ago, there was a local comedian here in town. His name, uh, Darren Frost. He's born and raised in Brantford, lives in Toronto. And I interviewed him for a magazine I had back in the day actually called Brant Now, ironically. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of the interview, I said to him, like, man, I wish you'd do a show in Brantford sometime. That would be, that'd be amazing. And he said to me, well, let's do it. Like, you're, you do the boots on the ground, you get the venue, get the, promote it, and I'll bring the comedians. And uh, we had 80 people show up for the first show at the Polish wow. Hall, and I, I was blown away. Now, 80 people come to my show now, I would cry, because that's, <laughs> that's actually a really bad amount of people, <laughs> and the, like, for the shows that we're doing now. But... Yeah. I had such a blast. Everyone was like high five me on the way out, and you know we did some money in the bar, and everyone was happy. So uh, Darren and I kept doing that for a couple of years, and then uh, and then I branched out onto my own, and uh, and then everyone kept telling me, I was like, we should do like I should do like a comedy festival, do a comedy, and I was like, oh, a comedy festival not fly here. Brantford had a comedy festival years ago. Oh really? When um, Phil Hartman passed away. Mm -hmm they did a Brantford Comedy Festival and a lot of celebrities came. A lot of celebrities, uh, friends of Phil Hartman came to Brantford and performed mm -hmm. at the Sanderson Center for the Brantford Comedy Festival. And it sold out obviously, because we're talking like Lauren Michaels from Saturday Night Live, a bunch of the old SNL cast members were all here. Mm -hmm. And then the second year, they were like, whoever organized it, I don't know, I think it the city ran it or the venue ran it, the second year, it was like, now what do we do? We had all these like huge names, and they're like, well, we should get more huge names to come back. And then you call, and it's like, yeah, you know, that'll be sixty thousand dollars. That'll be eighty thousand dollars. And it's like they came because of Phil, right? They came yeah. to pay their respects to Phil. So after the second year, it disbanded. Like it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it was gone. So. I had, over about six years, I'd built up a pretty good audience. We've, we filled Brand Lynn a few times, 650 people for like Nikki Payne and Deborah D. Giovanni <coughs> and people like that. So yeah, I just, let's do it. Everyone said, you're crazy. It'll never fly. It'll never fly. And we're going into our ninth year this year. Mm -hmm. And now so. it's at the Sanderson Center. Yeah, well, it's always been. It's yeah. always been. Like, like I, show, I work yeah. up. I, yeah, I do, I do some pre-shows. Like we do some stuff at mm -hmm. the Polish Hall. Yeah. Which is um, actually we're pretty much exclusive at the Polish Hall now um, for like the lead-up shows, and then the gala is always at the Sanderson. You can't do a show, a gala show, anywhere else but the Sanderson <laughs> Center. It's such a great venue. Mm -hmm. And you've had some sponsors supporting you for quite a few years now. Haven't you? Yeah, I'm really fortunate. Uh, actually, Jared, I count Jared as one of my <laughs> one of my uh, one of my long-term sponsors, and uh, it's cool because I enjoy friendships with. Actually, I met Jared through. 
I believe through a sponsorship yeah, when I had the Dealmobile many, many yeah. moons ago. The yeah. Dealmobile. Yeah. So the brand now, the app sort of is like a mush of all these different ideas I've had over the years, mm -hmm. all kind of in the one. So I used to have a car called the Dealmobile. Yeah. Your business would basically pay to be on it. Your logo would be on my car. And then there was a key tag that had deals, or locally, local mm -hmm. deals. So. In the 90s? No, that was only like, uh, that was only about seven years ago. Yeah, yeah seven years ago or so. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, but that was a failure, so thanks for bringing that up. And then uh, oh, we cool. can talk more about that if yeah. you want. No, it wasn't a failure. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't a failure. It was, it was, no, it was really good. It was a cool concept. But um, the, the problem I had with Dealmobile, <laughs> shut up. The problem I had with Dealmobile was I had these tags and I had a website where people, you know, could go and find out the deals, right? Mm -hmm. But my businesses kept wanting to change the deals all the time, and there was no real way to change it in real time. So you would go to Xander's, mm -hmm. and the last time you looked, the Xander's deal was 15% off. Well, now it's now it's like 50% off, but only Monday, Wednesday, and Monday, Wednesday, yeah. and Friday. You're there on a Tuesday, and, and you don't get the deal. Mm -hmm. And then people would email me, even though it was free. <laughs> yeah. They would email me and be like, hey, I went to Xander's, didn't get my deal. Like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> so with the app, I can do it in real time. Like, the mm -hmm. deal is the de the deal is what you see in the app, right? right? This is it. And my, my users on the app, my businesses on the app can change the deal anytime they want. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's all real time. They're very flexible. Very flexible. For everybody. Yeah. Uh, we got about a minute left, but do you want to just touch on uh, what I the fest? I can fill a minute. What do you want me to do? Do you want to touch on what the fest? Sure. Uh, so What the Fest is back again this year. This is our fourth year. Our dates are August 17th, August 18th, and we should have uh, something to announce publicly in the next uh, probably two or three weeks. Awesome. I think sales will be on, tickets will be on sale by, by May 1st. That's awesome. And I can, I can say that our Friday night show is an 80s show, mm -hmm. and our Saturday night is a rock night. Mm, sweet. Should we bring rollerblades? Or roller skates. Sorry. Thirty seconds. Okay, yeah. This is my segment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't bring any yeah. decorations, yeah. or I didn't know this was like a show and tell. Show and tell yeah. show. Yeah. I would have brought something. What's behind the chair? Yeah. I don't know. Can you pass me the Norm Tallhurst uh, shoe grabber there? There you go. Thank you. And with that, we're going to be heading to break. Uh, we'll be right back after uh, these commercials. <laughs> People out there that don't know what Giovanni and me on Rogers TV is? Are you? When did they get out of their coma? I'm on TV, not the face. This show is about regular people getting their chance of 15 minutes of fame right here on Rogers TV. I go out there, I interview interesting people, where they live, where they work, where they play. It's beautiful. You know what I'm talking about? This is going to make some memories with this. Anyway, that's, that's what the show is about, basically, in a nutshell. This thing kills everyone. Help me! No secrets. No secrets. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this robbery. On February 9th, 2018 at approximately 3.30 p.m., Waterloo Regional Police received a report of a robbery at a pharmacy on Holiday Inn Drive in Cambridge. A male entered the pharmacy and demanded narcotics. He left with an undisclosed amount of prescription medication. No one was injured and no weapons were seen during this incident. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this robbery or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers of one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at www.p3tips.com.
Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And we've got a. <laughs> I don't know why we do it every time. I don't time. know. Yeah, I know. We, we, gotta stop doing we just kind of do it. Because it's the first show jitters, man. Yeah, I know. It's we just got to get them all out. You know what? By the time you <laughs> yeah. reach your 100th episode, you'll be banging this out. I like it. Yeah. Thank you for the encouragement. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. You done now? Your segment's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your time's up. Sure. Uh, but we're joined by uh, Jamie Stevens of Grant Now and uh, Jared Houston of Ontario Wildlife Removal. Or Carrot Top. Because <laughs> of all this. Why am I Carrot Top? All your props. I thought yeah. it was Ace Ventura. I don't get it. I'm not a comedian. Carrot Top? I don't get He's it. He's the prop uh, comic. All I think about is orange hair. So can we stop He's talking about you now and can we get on with the show? Yep. Thank you. Yeah, so you had a, a video <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, you had a video go viral recently of, of uh, bunnies, baby bunnies. <laughs> Staged. Staged. <laughs> <laughs> you heard not, it here for yeah. It's not. It's not staged. I'm just kidding. That's a friend. That's a friendly joke. That's okay. It's all right. Payback's coming. Remember what I happened know. last time. I know. So yeah, the video. So um, <laughs> it's still actually going around. It's it's doing its second or actually third round, but. Um, I, eventually what happened last spring, uh, I was getting a bunch of calls on our line about uh, people cutting their grass and hitting bunny nests and they would jump up and a few would unfortunately die or get injured and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So they would call me, what do I do? I got these injured bunnies. So I came to another house for a different problem and they're like, oh, we got these bunnies in the grass too. And I was like, this is perfect. All right, let's do a little public service announcement and, and warn the people what's going on. Because if you ever saw the video, most people think it's just a dead patch of grass. Yeah. So as we were doing it, I lifted up the dead grass. I brought one out, and I think what did it for everybody is a little bunny chirped. All right, and everybody, oh, it's cute, and yeah. so that was great. Um, but hearts melt. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, pulled out the heartstrings. So yeah. if anybody wants to do a viral video, apparently you just got to pull out the heartstrings. Um, but I thought nothing of it. Did my my little spiel, and I put it up. I think it was on a Saturday morning at nine o'clock in the morning, and I put the phone down, went and do my thing, and all of a sudden it was ding. Ding, 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 and it just kept on. I had to actually shut the notifications off on my phone. I looked at it and I couldn't believe, and it just started going crazy. So on my personal page, I have something like uh, where I originally posted 3.3 million views, yeah. but that's nothing. It's uh, Upworthy, Lad Bible, all these guys started picking it up, and each of them have about 40, 50 million views on it on that page. So uh, combined, we think we're at like 500 million views compared to all these pages and everybody that's picked it up. Wow. And it's funny too, just last week, uh, I wear these gloves, these yellow uh, gloves in everything I do. It's kind of like my thing. Well, the makers of like the gloves. Michael Jackson? It, it kind of, but I wear two, not one. Yeah. So uh, they actually gave a shout out to us, and, and we've got a little talking behind the scenes here, and so hopefully we can work out a deal, get some, some gloves, because that's, that's all awesome. the gloves I wear is uh, these certain brand of gloves. Nice. So yeah, so it went viral, and it's going around again, and it's funny because a bunch of people wanted me to sell the rights of the video to uh, Upworthy or Lad Bible and all this and make ad, ad revenue, and I chose to keep it to, for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but if people wanted to share it, they'd have to, you know, give me credit and tag. And that turned out to be beneficial for me because uh, we got a lot of people following our social media, which in turn educates others, uh, gets the message out better, and in turn, yeah. uh, more notoriety for the company. That's really cool. Yeah. You recently had, uh, well, recently it was April Fools. Yep. Oh, I got some flack for this one. <laughs> so April Fools, I mean, we got it. It was actually another viral thing that went last year is on all our trucks we have listed as we remove raccoons, squirrels, birds. And I put a little kind of Easter egg thing in there and put Sasquatch in there. So all the trucks have these branded. And so people have taken pictures of it and put it around. So as our shtick kind of thing on April Fools, I said, we're down at Wilkes Dam today trying to contain this Sasquatch. And if you go on our thread and actually read it, there's people that were like, leave them there. You don't deserve to take them. Like being serious like we're actually there for a Sasquatch and <laughs> even though the comments were like happy April Fools my tip line was 041 2018 April 1st 2018 but people didn't you know put it together and you know and I guess it got shared and people were commenting but I guess it did what it's meant to do yeah. it, it yeah. got some laughs it got some attraction and uh, and uh, the elusive Sasquatch was not caught yeah. so he's still on the loose there was a picture who was the who was in the photo that's Norm Tallhurst that's <laughs> <laughs> Norm it was actually I, I actually ripped it from the internet and, uh, I mean, and and ever since that one shot of me in the truck went viral another viral yeah. thing uh, these people from down the US that are actually Sasquatch it's Sasquatch Chronicles Hunters or something, the page, this group and forum, they added me and they're like, we want you to be a part of this group and everything. So I see all this stuff and I ask, can I use this? 
this picture like yeah go ahead yeah. And, and we used it from there I wonder how many Amazing. people were hanging out at the dam uh, the dam right, like, running down yeah, yeah, looking, looking for them like, <laughs> yeah. probably a few man yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I put a trail few. cam down to see it or something yeah, yeah people do, it's it amazes me how many people to this day April 1st still don't clue in that it's April 1st. Did mm -hmm. you see the Swiss Chalet one where the, the fountain yeah. side? I like, was oh. excited. I thought that was going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, come on. I bought That's so that. disgusting. Oh, that'd be great. Can you imagine everybody at the tables dipping oh. their meat and everything? Here, you get to use that one too. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, in. I'm in. DNA yeah. cesspool. I love in. it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. That's pretty bad. <laughs> um, so for people to download the, the app, Jamie, yep. how do, what's the best way for people to do that? Yeah, so you can go to brightnow.ca and there's links there. Um, or you can just go to your app store on mm -hmm. uh, iPhone or Android. Just type in Brant Now, all one word. Awesome. And we're there. Yeah, man. Awesome. And Jared, how can what's the best way for people to call or contact you? I got a bunch of ways. Uh, just Google our company Ontario Wildlife Removal, but yeah. uh, Facebook is a big platform for us. Instagram, you can follow us there. Um, Twitter, but uh, email, phone number, we're all over the place. Just Google mm -hmm. us, you'll find us. Awesome. And what are some of the biggest things that people are finding right now? Uh, it's raccoon and squirrel baby season. Uh, skunks are waking up from hibernation. We got uh, deer that are now starting to, uh, I guess you could say, migrate as they separate and uh, they're pregnant now, so they'll be giving birth soon. Um, we got coyotes now that, with the food source kind of been depleted over the winter. They're coming into more, I guess, say, urban areas looking for food. So we're getting calls for everything, a wide range. And about another month from now, we'll be hitting uh, a lot of bat calls. And yeah. that's, a, that's the fun ones for us. Yeah. The best thing for people to do is just to avoid and just contact you and get you you and your team in there? Depends on the scenario. If it's anything that's sick or injured, you're going to want to call uh, either the Brant County SPCA to start and they may direct you to Hobbit's Tea Wildlife or they may take care of it first. Uh, if it's wildlife in your home, then uh, they're going to, you have to contact a private organization such as, such as us. Awesome. We got about 45 seconds, Jamie, but you just want to touch on uh, your upcoming comedy show and then what the fest, your dates again? Sure. So, uh, Those Damn Divas, April 20th at the Best Western, um, what the fest, August 17th, 18th, and then Brantford Comedy Festival starts kicking off in August as well. Yeah. Runs for six weeks, and then our gala night, September something. <laughs> we don't <laughs> even know the date of your own show? I don't remember the date. Still, hmm. It's usually the last Saturday of the month. Hmm. <laughs> It's so. kind of like probably why you bail on everything, all your readings and stuff, because you don't remember, right? It's not true. It's Thank not you. true. <laughs> bailing on hey, he's, like he's bailing on the Canucks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very, very much, guys, for hey, being here. Hey, thanks for having me with the YouTube stars. We star. really appreciate this it. Yeah. This is great to that be was here. Great. Uh, have a great uh, night. Thanks. <laughs> Stay classy, Bradford. <laughs>
Hello and welcome to the Small Business Show. Glad to have you back today. Linda, you know, I'm really looking forward to this episode because we have somebody who is very, very prominent in the community working with Communitech uh, and really the CEO is, is a good opportunity for us to be able to chat with him about startups in the community and, and small business in general. You're so correct. And the reason um, I really, really bug poor Ian Klugman to come on the show was because many, many years ago he came along to one of my networking events and basically helped us get the word out that networking is good, a good thing to do. And another thing we're going to be doing today is actually doing our one-on-one, -on -one, which we're very good at doing, and yeah, so we yeah. really have a lot of things we want to share, so we're looking yeah. forward to a we good segment. We've got a lot to catch up on, so I think by doing our one-on-ones, we can um, remind our viewers what we've been talking about in the past few weeks, and I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things, really, we have to remind ourselves again, you know, what are the steps to take when starting a business, what are the things we need to do, and we've talked about um, planning, preparation, and prioritising, haven't we? Absolutely. So, so just a little reminder. So, you know, let's get right at it. I'm looking forward to it, and we'll be right back. Brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. The OHL playoffs on Rogers TV. For Sir George Etienne Cartier, the work of uniting Canada was as vast as the country itself. First, he won over Quebec. Union is the only way for work. No, Monsieur Cartier! Confederation will cost French Canadians their nationality. Monsieur, together we will form a political nationality independent of our origins. Diversity will be Canada's strength. Then he fought for Manitoba. The Northwest has formed a government under Louis Riel will not join Confederation unless our rights are respected. So you want a new province, then you'll have it. That will be a place for your people in Canada. He envisioned a country from Atlantic to Pacific. British Columbia won't even think of joining Canada without a wagon road through the Rockies. Ask for a railway. We are building a country after all. Bold as a lion, Confederation could not have happened.